Good morning. Today is Sunday, October 9th, 2022. Last time we discussed the mitzvah of hakel, which means the gathering, which is applicable this week. The mitzvah is for the entire Jewish people, including every man, woman, and child, to gather in Jerusalem at the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, on the second day of, Pes- of, Sukkos, of Sukkos, in a year following the Shemitah year. So is, it is an event that occurs, a, a spectacular event that occurs once every seven years. And this Sukkos is the year because we just finished the Shemitah year as Rosh Hashanah began. So this is the Sukkos following the Shemitah year, which is what the Torah says. And the mitzvah would apply the second day of Sukkos, which is this coming Tuesday. And at that gathering, a king, or perhaps it could also be a leader, addresses the assembly, quoting from passages in the Torah. And the purpose of this event, as we discussed, is to publicly reenact and relive the experience of Ma'amad Har Sinai, of the entire Jewish people standing at Mount Sinai, where God himself spoke to the Jewish people, and the Jewish people entered into a covenant, a bris, entered into a relationship with God. And this opportunity, once every seven years, is to have this dramatic, unforgettable event to renew that commitment, to relive that sense of relationship. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs points out that the mitzvah of Hakel is number 612 in the list of 613 mitzvahs. It's the penultimate mitzvah commanded in the Torah. Number 613, the last on the list is the mitzvah for each person, for each person to write their own Torah scroll, or if we're not able to at least to own uh, uh, volumes of Torah works to be able to study them. And uh, Rabbi Sachs asks why these two particular mitzvahs are in the last two positions. Why does the Torah end its list of 613 commandments with 612 to have this gigantic gathering of Hakel and 613 to write a Torah for itself? And Rabbi Sachs explains, because what God is showing Moshe, and Moshe is explaining to the Jewish people as they are about to go into the land of Israel, the secret of how to become part of a civilization that will never grow old. The civilization of the Jewish people, the civilization of the Torah stays young because it repeatedly renews itself. And the last two commandments of the Torah are about renewal. First collective and then individual. The Hakel ceremony is a covenant renewal ceremony every seven years, and that ensured that the nation would regularly rededicate itself to its mission.
And if hakel is a national renewal with every single man, woman, and child in attendance, then the mitzvah to write a Torah or to have a Torah to study is a personal renewal for every single one of us. It was Moshe's way of saying to all future generations, quote, it is not enough for you to say, I received the Torah from my parents or grandparents or great-grandparents. You have to take it and make it new in each generation. You have to feel that you yourself are accepting Torah. And you have to feel that the Torah that you have and the Torah you're studying is today's Torah. Yes, of course, loyal and true to the Torah that comes originally from God. But in your own way of expressing it, applied to your own situation, utilizing the insights that we have gained over time. And it is only through this renewal on a regular basis, both on an individual level and on a national level, that we remain young, that we remain true, that we remain filled with vigor to continue this relationship with God. Now, the mitzvah, the classical mitzvah of Hakel, takes place in the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, only applies, therefore, when the Beit HaMikdash is standing. So, about 2,000 years ago, when the Second Temple was destroyed, the mitzvah ceased. But you should be able to see very clearly the idea of the mitzvah, what is represented by the mitzvah, what the mitzvah is trying to elicit from us is certainly something that is relevant and, valu and valuable at all times. But for almost 2,000 years, this mitzvah pretty much lay dormant as the Jews suffered through this long exile. In the early 20th century, with the growth of the Jewish community in Israel, the idea arose to reinstitute Hakel, if not in its literal letter of the law manner of all of the details, because not all of the details are, are, are possible, but at least some type of ceremony in the spirit of the mitzvah to have this grand assembly for the purpose of reinstilling and reliving and re-emphasizing our obligations and our commitment to God. The first official ceremony of Hakel in modern times was held on Sukkos in 1945. 1945 Sukkos immediately followed a Shemitah year. And there was a special service that was held in Jerusalem. It was held in the Yeshurun Synagogue, which you may know on King George. And it started at the Yeshurun Synagogue, and there was a mass procession down to the Kotel, to the Western Wall. And their Torah portions were read, and there were very great rabbis, and the President of Israel participated. 
And at each Sukkos after Shemitah, this type of event has been repeated, including this year. It will be done on the second day of Pesach, which in Israel is the first day of Chol I'm sorry, the second day of Sukkos, which in Israel is the first day of Chol Hamoed Sukkos. And there will be a gigantic, gigantic gathering and celebration. And there will be shofars blown and horns blown. And there will be great dignitaries, the president of Israel, the chief rabbis of Israel, and other dignitaries will read passages of the Torah and exhort the people to renew their covenant with God. And there will be hundreds of thousands of people there in Jerusalem this Tuesday. But not only in Israel. In North America... The Lubavitcher Rebbe, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rebbe Menachem Mendel Shearson, urged Jews everywhere to conduct large and small hakel gatherings. And within Chabad, this has become a very, very serious effort to foster greater unity and increase Torah mitzvot and Torah learning and mitzvah observance and the giving of tzedakah. And in 1952, that was the next Shemitah, after the Sukkos of 1945, where the first one ceremony was done in Israel, for the next one, in 1952, there were ceremonies in Israel, and there was also a ceremony in New York. And that ceremony was held in New York, 1952, on Chol Hamoid Sukkos, which was right after the end of that Shemitah year. And there, too, there was a large gathering of, joy, of Jews in New York and in other places. There were messages from Israel. There were uh, speeches. There was the reading of passages of the Torah. And every time this mitzvah comes about, there are different kinds of activities. We plan a hakel-type ceremony at a dath this Tuesday morning. It's the second day of Yom Tov. We'll be doing it in Shul uh, Yom Tov morning, and we will be trying to, again, the same idea, to repeat some of these famous passages from the Torah and to remind ourselves of the essence and the basics of our faith in God and the connection between ourselves and God to hopefully inspire ourselves in this covenant that we have, in this commitment and relationship that we have with God. And of course, Everyone is invited to join us at Adath this Tuesday morning during the davening for this ceremony. At the first Hakel event in New York, which took place in 1952, there were rabbis present who delivered words of blessing from the chief rabbi in Israel. And the blessing that they sent was just as you have merited to organize this event, so may you merit to perform the ritual properly according to all its laws in the restored temple in Jerusalem. And we wish for that blessing for all of us this year. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, a wonderful Sukkos, and hopefully an inspiring Hakel experience wherever you are. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.